0: you are listening to the book your dream clients podcast bite-sized episodes from one coach to another to help you create and scale your business with simplicity no hustle required hey everyone welcome back to the book your dream clients podcast Have you ever thought about using LinkedIn to build your coaching business, but you're not sure where to start? Or maybe you think that LinkedIn is just for finding a job and you don't even see how it could be useful to you. On this episode, Lucretia Davis is breaking down how she organically grew her audience to over 40,000 followers, how she scaled her business to multiple six figures, generated over 10 million views, and that landed... 50 plus paid speaking engagements and partnerships with big brands. You definitely don't want to miss this episode. It is jam-packed full of information and action steps you can take while listening. So sit back, relax, and enjoy.
1: My name is Lucretia. Thank you guys so much for being interested in hearing me speak about LinkedIn. This is one of my very favorite topics. Just to kind of briefly go over my story. In 2017, I was let go from my corporate job and I was in the middle of running a part-time business. And then my getting let go encouraged me to try this business thing out full-time. I had been creating some content on Instagram and Facebook and not getting much traction. When I logged on to LinkedIn to start looking for another job, I stumbled upon my very first LinkedIn influencer. I did not know that side of LinkedIn at all. So I stopped job hunting and started creating content instead. LinkedIn has been my number one business social platform choice since 2017 because it has allowed me to... Uh, generate multiple six figures in my business yearly, hopefully seven figures next year. We'll see. It has also allowed me to tap into countless paid speaking opportunities, corporate training opportunities, as well as brand partnerships. So LinkedIn is a great place for what kind of people, not just job seekers, as we know by now, but also coaches, consultants, knowledge experts, service providers. There is a space for virtually anyone who is who has a business on LinkedIn right now. So there are also fashion designers, there's image consultants, there's different things. So LinkedIn is definitely the place. Now, the question is, how do we tap into it? You might have been posting here and there and it not working out the way you had hoped for it to work out. And that's why I'm here today. I want to talk with you about three different areas. One is your LinkedIn profile and your profile messaging. Two is also the content strategy. So, how can you launch a profitable content strategy? And then, thirdly, audience building.
0: Lucretia, when you yeah. um, decided that you weren't into the, you weren't seeing results with Facebook and Instagram, how do you remember like? Was the different audience on LinkedIn compared to Instagram and Facebook or similar?
1: Yeah, definitely. So definitely uh, I noticed right away that the people on LinkedIn, they really want connections and conversations. So that is why it is a place to get really high reach on your content, educational type of content, you know stories and all of that, that is the perfect place to get really, really good reach on there without paying for ads, without having to do very much besides know who you're talking to, have good content, and being consistent. So I noticed right away that LinkedIn was that place where people were actually looking for information. They're actually looking to invest into themselves. So.
0: Instead of just mindlessly scrolling through social media and watching. Yeah. If you you look at the, yeah. If you look
1: at some of the comments, it's like, people are pouring out like paragraphs of responses and just, you know, it's, it's very engaging. It's Mm -hmm. nothing really like it. You know, you'll see on Instagram in some cases, Hey, thanks for sharing. Or this is great. Or it's usually like a sentence Maybe three sentences yeah. on a good day, but there's real discussions that take place on LinkedIn. People actually like meet and network. There's LinkedIn locals in like most cities right now, where a lot of people from LinkedIn are just like meeting up, and mm. so it's it's amazing. It's very supportive. so. It's
0: like what we wish Instagram would be <laughs> over yeah. on LinkedIn.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. So your profile banner photo. So no stock photo, no just a photo of you. What you want to do is you want to leverage it in a couple of different ways. Sorry about that. Oops, sorry about that. You want to leverage it in a couple of different ways. So you want to include your business tagline. You want to include your titles, your website, different things. So you can actually... Put a product image of your actual freebie here. So, this is the way I've chosen to use my LinkedIn banner photo. In other cases, you can promote your signature offer right there. So, if you have a signature offer and you're focused on one thing right now, for instance, I am, I have a signature program, I could opt to change this to you know the name of my signature program and the subtitle and and really promote that there so you want to leverage this as somewhat a billboard right so then let's talk about your your LinkedIn headline so for your LinkedIn headline you want to make sure that you're communicating value there so Just just having your business title isn't enough. You want to make sure that you have a strong tagline there. But I'm actually going to show you a couple of different formulas that I teach people to leverage on LinkedIn. So we have a couple of different ways. So if there are a couple of different things that you do, different type of businesses that you have, if you've worked that out with your coach and that makes sense, then you can kind of list your different titles there. So this would be my least favorite one. My favorite one, of course, is the tagline approach, which is just your tagline. And then you always want to have a call to action in your LinkedIn headline. So for mine, it is apply now LinkedIn accelerator. So That is what you always want to have in your headline. This is something for people that are part-time entrepreneurs, for them to put their, what they do by day and then what they do by night and then a tagline statement. And so the reason why we're putting that call to action here is because you want to feature items on your profile. So this is how I activate my LinkedIn landing page. So I get leads and subscribers in my sleep by a couple of different areas with this profile or ways I leverage my profile. And I'm going to share that with you. So the first one is, of course, that call to action here. You could have that you go live weekly on LinkedIn at six on Wednesdays. You can have you know, let people know that they can apply for your program. You can have your freebie there. So you could change this out depending on what's going on like you do on Instagram already. So this featured section, you can actually feature links here and media, different things, but my go-to is the links. And so right now, this is sort of my link tree with all of the different things or actions that I have for people that come to my profile. But another way I have done it as well is I've attached all of the links here. So you'll see the link to my, you'll be able to click on my signature program, my freebie, my downsell course, and my speaker request form, right? So then for your about section, Your about section is where you really want to be promoting your signature program, all right? So I actually have a template that I leverage for this, and I have countless client examples of people that have used the same formula but have been able to make their about section still unique to them. So I'm going to share the template with you and then toggle over to my LinkedIn profile as well as a few clients. So you can see some of the things that we've done there. So this is, hey, hey, I'm Lucretia or your name and your ideal clients come to you when they want to whatever you do is that you, my friend? Or some people have said, is that why you're here? Or are you ready to skyrocket your visibility or what have you? I help ideal client to do what in order to do this. I do this through my offer where I help my clients to either list the modules for your signature program. You could list the the key results that they get from each module or it could be just the, the framework and an explanation of that, what have you. And then you could put some client testimonials here. And then you can also put some stats as well. So my about. So as you can see, it's, hey, I'm Lucretia and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Come to me when they want to do these three things, which is launch their high-end offer, master their message, and learn the secrets to acquire, acquiring clients on LinkedIn is that you girl I take the, my I take a holistic approach to helping my clients launch profitable brands on LinkedIn. I do this through my signature program where I help them to do these things. Here's what my clients are saying. I'm a speaker, so of course I wanted to plug some speaking there. I have my accomplishments, I have my past speaking engagements. Then finally for just some housekeeping things with a profile. So again, we talked about your billboard. We talked about your headline. You see you can do cool things with the name as well. Your featured section, your about section, your experience section, you want to make sure that you've created a company page. So this is similar to a Facebook page, but create a company page. Then you can tag your company here. And what I like to do is I like to separate my different titles. So my LinkedIn coaching, my my book, and I put the associated links there. And then you want to make sure that you get some testimonials. So get Gather some clients up, you know, see if they're on LinkedIn and then send them the link to write you a recommendation on LinkedIn. All right. So that is what you want to do. Some final housekeeping things with the profile. You want to make sure that you activate The creator features. So, creator mode, you want to make sure that that is on so that you can feature what you talk about here. And then your primary button will change from connect to follow, which is good. It allows you to get more, to build your audience more quickly and get less connections and more followers. The next creator feature is you want to make sure that you're leveraging the way message. Sorry. So what I do is each and every time, let me see, let me share here. Sorry, let me stop sharing. Let me go straight to the message. Each and every time that I that someone sends me a message on LinkedIn, then they will get a auto response. It says, hey there, I get a ton of messages on LinkedIn. I'll get back to you. Similar to what we do on our email we have those you know, out of offices. In the meantime, I want to offer you a free resource to help you optimize your LinkedIn profile funnel. I get tons of downloads that way, so much that I don't even really have to promote my freebie like that on LinkedIn. So that's a way for me to be able to continuously promote like my offer and events and things like that.
0: Our messages, I feel like LinkedIn might may- be different for messages do you get a lot of
1: them every day is I that typical when yeah when people like your content there's conversations that happen mm-hmm. I've made real friends people that refer business to me people that have given me opportunities all of that so and of course people that buy <laughs> but right. LinkedIn is one of those places where it's like okay I'm actively looking to invest into myself and this person like has what I need Let's just say that there's less hesitancy to spend on LinkedIn in my experience than Instagram interesting. Um, yeah, but that is that has been my experience, and I have a lot of people that I teach LinkedIn that are moving over to LinkedIn, and it could be a matter of that is where linked you know their their clients are LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. It could mm-hmm. be that case, you know, so.
0: The um, about section, I know we can put a lot of copy in there in our profile, all those words. Are those pulled uh, or is there some kind of keyword optimization in LinkedIn or how important is the copy that you write?
1: What's important here is your skills and endorsements and then also the keywords that you're using. This is what you're mostly searched for, your LinkedIn headline. So when people search in here, And they type in like career coach or something like that. It's going to pull up people based on what is in their headline. So that is very, very, very important. It helps, of course, to make sure that you have keywords and stuff in your about section. But I really focus on it here And then my skills section and making sure that my about section is kind of like a landing page. It reads like a landing page for my offer. Yeah. So that is that. And then the the other creator feature is the premium. So you get to use more character space in your headline and your about section. They say you get more reach, but there's definitely more benefits to having the LinkedIn premium um, subscription Mm -hmm. for business, which is 59.99. So I would do that. And I'm not getting a cent from LinkedIn, just so you know, I'm just, you know, letting you know what I teach my clients. So that is profile stuff. So now I want to go into content. So content strategy. I know that is what a lot of you guys have been wanting to learn about. So what I want to talk about is content, content that coaches are posting on LinkedIn, because I know most of you guys are coaches. So um, if there is something that you educate people on, um, meaning like business or something to that effect, then you want to make sure that you're sharing thought leadership content. And I'm going to go through the different types of content for LinkedIn. But let's say you're a life coach, right? If you're a life coach, you're mostly going to be sharing like motivation and, you know, storytelling, and you're going to be sharing helpful insights with your audience. But if you're somebody like me, who's a coach, but you're a LinkedIn coach or something like that, where you're teaching something, dipsado, what have you, you do want to provide tips, education, thought leadership. So thought leadership is what is known as conversion focused content. So you want to be fo- you want to be focusing on conversion focused content at least 60%. 60 to 70% of the time, meaning that if you're going to be posting five pieces of content that week, then two or the three of them, three of them hopefully, is the thought leadership, the conversion focus. Then you have the the growth focus content, which is like motivation and disruption. People love when people are disrupting and myth busting and shaking things up on LinkedIn. That goes on on LinkedIn. That content drives growth. So you're going to get your audience, but you're going to also get other supporters too that could continue to spread the word about your brand and things. And then you also have motivation. So people love to be motivated on LinkedIn, whether it's prayers, affirmations, quotes, just, you know, stories, short stories from you or what have you. People love that. So those are what's considered growth focused. I do that probably... Two or three times a week, but I'm a power user. So I'm usually posting like twice a day. So that works for me. And then finally, you have connection focused content, which is very, very, very important for LinkedIn because no one just wants to be reading tips, right? So no one wants to be reading tips. So just tips. So you want to be sharing that thought leadership, but you also want to get people connected to you. So Tell stories. So I tell a story once a week. So there is a lot of information, certainly not enough time to share all of it because there's a lot that, that goes into LinkedIn content creation. So let me start there. LinkedIn content creation. So I'm going to talk about the different attributes of successful LinkedIn creators. So For profitable content, profitable content creators. All right. So their content is specific and not surface level. So that means that they speak to a specific audience, not everyone. They're authentic. So you talk to your audience, not at your audience. Your posts, they read like conversations and you have an, an authentic online voice. All right. You're relatable, which means they know your story, which is why that storytelling piece component uh, component is very important. And then also your content has personality, you're approachable. The other thing is they are inspirational. So they're on their audience's team. They're not yelling at them about what they are getting wrong and all of that, which is a lot of what I see on Instagram, you know, if you are a marketing coach, let's say, For instance, I see on Instagram that you're telling your audience, you know, you're not making sales because of this and that and this and that, which is information that they need to know. But with LinkedIn, you need to have a paradigm. There's, you know, a paradigm shift that you need to have with creating your content because you want to not do that. You don't want to take that approach of like spanking their hand. You want to say, like, You don't have to settle for not getting the sales. And, you know, it's just different ways you want to, you want to come off. You don't want to come off as too abrasive, especially not all the time. And we'll talk more about that later. They're educational. So that's why they're sharing that thought leadership 70% of the time, if they have some type of knowledge-based business or anything like that. And then they're consistent. So posting two to three times per week is really good for new LinkedIn creators because you want to have as much of your content on LinkedIn quality as much as possible. So you want to share two to three times a week, really good quality pieces versus filling up a calendar and creating content, a bunch of content and batch that's starting to lose quality and scheduling all of that there's a different way you have to bring it on LinkedIn. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that. So different ways you can share content on LinkedIn. You got text only. So text only, no graphic. That could be one sentence to using all of the character space. Images are also great on LinkedIn. So no stock photos, but personal photos of you by itself with stories or just everyday stuff. Um or a photo of you with a quote on it, right? So on Instagram, we just do the color background with the quote on it. For LinkedIn, if you're gonna be sharing quotes or an affirmation, if you're going to share a graphic with it, it should include a photo with you most of the time. Like that is the go-to if you're sharing a graphic with it. But you can also just, put it in as, as text with no graphic. That's the amazing thing about LinkedIn. You really don't have to create graphics if you don't want to. We have LinkedIn polls. LinkedIn polls are really good. So you've seen them on Instagram, where in the stories people can like vote on certain topics. That's what you can do on LinkedIn as a post. So LinkedIn posts are really good right now. They get exceptional reach because LinkedIn is wanting to drive more conversations. So posts are great. You can also do carousels on LinkedIn, except on LinkedIn, you're not uploading the different slides like you do on IG. You're actually saving it all as a PDF as a document. And then you upload the document to LinkedIn, and then people will be able to slide on the different slides. So those do really well on LinkedIn. Aim for 10 slides if you can. Have a great design. Make sure it's on brand. But yeah, carousels are good. Video historically does not get the best reach on LinkedIn unless it's entertaining video or edutaining video, meaning education share it in an entertaining way via video. So if it's just you, like I am sitting here telling you tips and things like that, your video content isn't likely to be a smash hit. it mean, maybe here or there if you're not a video creator. So if you are a consistent video creator and that is the way in which your audience is, they know for you to show up, then um, that is different. If you are a creator who shares different forms of content like me, I mix up the different types of content that I share on LinkedIn, but I always share at least one video a week because you do want to be visible to your audience in that way. They need to hear your voice. They need to see your mannerisms and all that stuff. Articles on LinkedIn are no good, but you can do newsletters. And then LinkedIn Live, but you have to create content consistently for at least two to three weeks on LinkedIn before you can get uh, approved for live. So that is something to keep in mind. Content that does really well on LinkedIn right now, people love quotes and affirmations. People love helpful tips and insights, information to help them grow and whatever your skill set lies. Stories. People love stories. If you're spiritual, people love prayers and, you know, motivation in that way. Disruptive content does really well. So unpopular opinions or content that goes against the norm, right? Personal achievements. So don't forget to share when you've accomplished things in your business, business anniversaries, different things like that. So people love to see other people win on LinkedIn. So be sure to share that as well, off the cuff. Funny or relatable memes do well. Controversy does well. All right. So I know I'm going through a lot here. And just to kind of let you know, the next thing I would like to cover is the LinkedIn algorithm and then some content writing best
0: practices. I had one question about just basic tools that you use. Mm -hmm. Do you use LinkedIn or do you have something that you plan your content ahead? Because I imagine you plan ahead somewhat.
1: Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, I do plan ahead. For LinkedIn, I honestly like to stay at least two weeks ahead of the Mm -hmm. game. I used to aim for 30 days or a month, but you really have to you really have to hone your content writing skills for LinkedIn, um, before you just start mass producing or what have you. So I find when I would create like 30 days of content in batch, there's something that I wouldn't even like anymore by the time mm-hmm. of, it. um, beca- and then, you know, so, but anyway, I do use buffer because I okay. do create content and get ahead. So I use buffer, and then another tool that I use for LinkedIn is, well, no, actually, I'm gonna share that later. I'm gonna share that later. <laughs> I'm share it later. So then a couple of things for the LinkedIn algorithm. I'm going to share some information with you, but I'm also going to show you a couple of examples as well. So the first thing with regards to the algorithm is you want to post early if you can. So specifically between 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, the the prime days to post are Monday and Wednesday. So if you're only posting twice a week, then you want to start on those days. However, I recommend for you to post Monday through Saturday, if possible. The next thing you want to do is, as per the algorithm, is you want to make sure that you show white space in how you're writing your content. So no large paragraphs, meaning maybe two lines of text, or two li- two sentences in a paragraph on LinkedIn, but you can keep it at one if possible. And then hashtags, you can use three to five hashtags in your content. So you can sprinkle the hashtags like, You can hashtag words within your post or you can place them at the bottom of the post like you do on Instagram. So you want to aim for three to five hashtags. Hashtags with large followings help with the post's visibility. So you want to aim for hashtags with 10K followers or more if possible. And then you want to make sure that you're asking for comments. So this is what I refer to as a call to conversation So this could be you sharing a quote or an affirmation saying drop this emoji if you agree or drop a yes in the comments if you agree and people actually like comment that or if you're asking for votes, you know, on a picture, tell people to drop a one or two for which photo if it is just a post about, you know, tip or something like that. Ask them a question at the end of that. So you always want to ask for comments because comments get two times the points in the algorithm than likes. So when you're thinking about engagement, the first thing you want to build or focus on is comments and then shares and then likes. Okay. So within the first two hours, it is very critical for you to respond to comments and drive those comments within the first two hours of posting that piece. Emojis are safe to use on LinkedIn. So you want to make sure that you're incorporating those. Variety, the LinkedIn algorithm, I think you should definitely consider showing variety in your content. So switch things up. I share one long form content piece. I share it one carousel, one video, one image of myself each week at the least. And you then find that
0: there's one that gets like the most engagement or is it all pretty fair? It depends.
1: So for me, I get the most engagement on text only and images. Interesting. I have some people that get really good inv- engagement on carousels. I get decent engagement on carousels, but there's some people who like they're the carousel person because all of their carousels like get really good reach because they focus a lot on like really bringing it in their carousels. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Interesting. So it really is like something for you to consider. Like what is your signature way of delivering content? Mm -hmm. So there's some people like most of the time you're going to see memes, funny memes, witty memes and witty quotes and things like that. Thought provoking things like that. And you know that that's like their LinkedIn brand voice. For me, I'm known for like storytelling, text, because I can just get up on LinkedIn. And if I'm feeling it, if something isn't scheduled, I'll type it up. But Mm -hmm. for me, what is the best way you like to deliver content? Are you a great writer? Are you a great storyteller? Are you really great with providing motivation? So maybe you're going to be doing more photos with quotes on it and things like that. So who are you? For me, I'm one of those people that I like to be motivational. So yeah, so just some things to consider. And then another thing is dwell time. So LinkedIn's dwell time. So that means that if you have something that you've posted today and it's starting to draw in some decent engagement, that content is going to continue to be shown for a long period of time. Sometimes that can be up to like two weeks, depending on you know how much how people how excited people are about this piece of content and continuing to react to it. So in this case, the reason why I'm sharing dwell time with you is because some people opt to like not post again and let the excitement run out for a particular post. So if you have a post that's trending really well for today, then some people will say, you know what, I'm gonna save my content for tomorrow and reschedule it for Monday so that I can let this, this post is doing well. So I want this to be, you know, continue to be seen or what have you. The ripple effect. The ripple effect is very important for LinkedIn um, because if someone with a larger follower than you or anyone that has a different network than you, if they were to engage your content, it is going to show up in that person's feed. So basically, their audience is going to see this content as well. So, this is why it is very important to engage on LinkedIn, join conversations so that people will engage you back. And, you know, of course, you want it to be genuine. What would be even better is if there are a couple of people that you admire or just peers or just people that you want to be connected with, if you're consistently engaging their content and building relationships with them, it would be great if they engage your content as well. So for me, I have almost 50,000 followers or what have you on LinkedIn. So if I were to engage something of somebody who has a smaller following, that post is going to get more visibility because of the exposure to my audience. External links. So you might've heard, don't share external links on LinkedIn, a bunch of different things. So that is some truth to that. So that means that you want to avoid scheduling content that includes external links. So when I have something that I'm promoting, my freebie or offer or something like that, I always post it natively. So because there's a couple of different things you can do with it. So again, you want to shy away from sharing external links straight up. But what you can do is post the content and then without the link, and then you can go back and then edit the link in. So for some reason, it does work. It doesn't really hurt your visibility when you do that versus when you post it the first time with the link. And this actually works. So this is actually what I do a lot. I'll post the content without the link. And then I will immediately, seconds later, go back in and click edit on the caption and then paste the link there. So that is one way you can do it. Or of course, you have items that you featured in your profile. So You can tell people to go to your profile, um, the featured section of your profile. You can drop the link in the comments if you wanna do that. And then finally engage um, as much as possible on the platform. The more engagement you do, the more visibility your profile gets. Some examples. Some, Some content writing best practices, quality over quantity, meaning that if you have to post less two to three times a week, versus five to seven, then that's what you have to do in order to consistently provide quality content. Use numbers. So I'm going to show you an example of this, but people love when stuff is quantified in post. So like, they like dates, timelines, quantities, stats. So that would be an example of the number of times you failed at something before succeeding. You know, how many attempts you had before you succeeded or where you were in 2016 and where you're not now in 2021 things like that. But I'm going to share you an example. And then use attention grabbing headlines that is critical for your content, whether it be a story or a long form text tip. And then you want to track your analytics. I use Shield Analytics. It is a third party plugin that gives me more insights that LinkedIn gives me in terms of like, how many total views I'm getting, just certain metrics on content and how it's performing and the best times of the day, the post and everything. So it's really good. And then um, finally, this goes back to the white space thing. Make sure that you're sharing content in bite size. And again, this is just the general, like the tactical stuff when it comes to LinkedIn. I am assuming that you guys know your ideal client and how to talk to them. If you don't, then that is something that, of course, you need to figure out because you can take all of these content strategies and writing best practices and start posting on LinkedIn, but you need to make sure that you're speaking to the core of their needs. So remember, conversion-focused content 60 to 70% of the time. And then if you are someone who's selling something, On LinkedIn, here is my recommended content strategy. Monday, motivation. Tuesday, thought leadership. Wednesday, another thought leadership. The second part of the day, on the same day, Wednesday, could be your hard sell. Hard sales are best when you are sharing a result with it. Or you have some type of story you're telling with it. So, my failure to success story with LinkedIn. And now I have this workshop teaching you how to build mm-hmm. a brand on LinkedIn. Or it could be I do this a lot. I highlight my clients, I actually like, you know, give their stats and their results. And I do that consistently once a week. And then also another post could be Thursday storytelling, and then Friday, a poll. That's a good place to start. But if you want to drive sales, remember conversion focused, AKA thought leadership content, and you want to be sharing, um, client results consistently. Mm -hmm. I have a a whole bank of just results and different things. I'm not going to dump them all out in one week because I want the well to never run dry. So if I get three in this week, I'm going to spread them out, you know? So Mm -hmm. you want to be showing that once a week.
0: Do you ever repurpose your Instagram over here?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. That's one of the first things I do with my clients. I actually audit their Instagram and we take everything that we can repurpose for LinkedIn and we do that. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's a sense. good thing to do. And you can repurpose your LinkedIn content. For me, if something did well two months ago, I'm going to share the exact same thing again. So that's the good thing about LinkedIn. The the content has, your content has a really good shelf life.
0: You know, there was this one tool that I had found a while ago that pulls all of your Instagram posts from years back and it stores it in a spreadsheet for you. So then you can have all of your posts and your copy. Oh, wow. It was free and it was great because you can use it to repurpose to whatever, um, but that would be just Google it. I don't remember what it's called, but you could use that to at least have some kind of a game plan to yeah. go over here.
1: Absolutely.
0: What kind of ratio? Because I know on Instagram, you know, you want a high amount of followers and a low amount of people you're following. What's mm-hmm. that like here? That's
1: a good question. That's a good question. So what I always tell people is that LinkedIn is the perfect place if you're newer to LinkedIn for high for ticket people because you don't have to have a huge following mm-hmm. it could be you literally just like networking like inviting people for calls and networking and you know doing free um sessions and you know different things like that and also too you have to think about it when you're creating content consistently it's still going to attract people or somebody who's going to refer them to you so if you have a high ticket program you know, obviously you're high ticket because you want to profit higher mm-hmm. and, you know, have more freedom and all that. So that is perfect for people for LinkedIn. If you are someone who has like a low ticket offer, like a book mm-hmm. um, or a membership or a course, digital course or something like low ticket, then it's better to have a big following. It's better to have a big following. It is, it's much better to have a big following.
0: Interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, my mind is blown and I have a lot, I have a lot of notes I need to translate into (laughs) into something I can read. This was so good. Did you have more to share? But because you shared Um, a ton. No, I'm good. I'm good. um... (laughs) Wow. There was zero fluff in this. So Mm -hmm. this was awesome. Thank you so much for doing this for us. I know this is going to be so helpful for everyone. And I feel inspired to go. I say this all the time, but now I feel like I need to go and work on my LinkedIn game. Uh (laughs) Because I feel like I, I understand the point of it. And I think that's so hard for people to translate is what is the point of this? Cause I think so many of us think it's to go find jobs and I'm like, well, I don't want to find a job. (laughs) I I'm good. But this, this makes so much sense to me. And then when you told me we can repurpose what we use over on Instagram, if it makes sense and it fits, then that's like there, that's not another thing that I have to do. I can be more thoughtful with it.
1: And just keep in mind that, you know, if it has some of those things in there where it's like, you're just, uh, here's the thing. There are some things on Instagram that you've shared that are probably just ready to be repurposed on LinkedIn. And it's usually, that is usually like your motivation and your stories, storytelling, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But when it comes to tips, it's a certain way you have to deliver it to get visibility and things like that. So there are some of those things where you, can still repurpose for LinkedIn, but you kind of have to make some little tweaks mm-hmm. to make it more LinkedIn friendly.
0: Mm-hmm. And-, and I totally get that. And I think that's really important to do. Like, don't just blindly post stuff over there, be intentional with it. And then you use buffers to plan ahead. Is there anything else that you love to use for LinkedIn? That's just it. Buffer. Awesome. Yeah,
1: just buffer, and then my notepad on my phone and <laughs> my Google Docs, and whenever I get ideas. So, but love it. Yeah, buffer
0: it. Well, Lucretia, thank you so much for all of this. This is beyond um, helpful and amazing. <laughs> yes, can
1: I tell your audience real quick about my um, my yes. mini course? My mini yes, please. So yes, so I have a course that is. Um, it's it's really great. So it covers all the content stuff that I shared plus more. It gives you formulas, it gives you the templates for writing your content and then the LinkedIn profile. You get all of that information to build your LinkedIn profile. $97. I mean, I don't think you can. Wow. That. <laughs> I don't think you can get any better than that. But I'm just saying, you know, it's called LinkedIn famous. <laughs> so famous. if you're connected with me um, on LinkedIn or on Instagram, I have my links and my LinkedIn profile featured on my profile, and then in my bio on Instagram, and you'll see LinkedIn famous, and it's ninety-seven bucks. It's about an hour, over an hour of, a little bit over an hour, just a little bit over an hour of training for content creation and your profile. Because as you can see, my style is kind of like no fluff, get -hmm. get, really to it. And then you have a workbook. You got a lot of stuff. So Mm. yeah. I love a
0: good workbook. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Amazing. Thank you, Lucretia. I love it. I appreciate you spending time with us and I am so happy and grateful we've connected.
1: Yes, me too. All right, well, thank you so much.
0: Before you go, I want to invite you to join my free Facebook group for coaches. Simply type dreamclientcommunity.com in your browser, request access, and we'll happily let you in. We have amazing coaches in there just like you who are starting and scaling their business and we would love to see you there.